0: Good morning, members. That is the Queen's March Past. Have a look at the video in the pre-market section today, taken by my brother as the Queen went past. Have a look for the dressage horses ridden by the police, and you'll see the crown is on top of the coffin. And just in case you thought anyone could nick it, look at the size of the soldiers marching next to the coffin. Good luck. Right. This is the Marcus Today Morning Podcast for Marcus Today members. If you're listening to this, you're not a member. But why not we are going to be doing our best to protect these podcasts from non-members soon new bit of technology coming in This is general advice only, not suited to your personal financial circumstances. And after the massive 1,276-point fall on Wall Street on Tuesday night after the CPI number, we went to bed last night wondering whether that was the beginning of the end or a one-day buying opportunity. And there is no answer this morning. Dow Jones up just 30 points overnight described as a directionless session that failed to recover Tuesday's carnage. It was up 172 at best, down 220 at worst. Futures this morning don't know what to do either. They are up nine points. Better up than down, I suppose. And that follows the 181.4 on our market yesterday, which was 2.6%. The Nasdaq managed a rise up 0.74%. Technology stocks did okay overnight. And the S&P 500 was up 0.34%. VIX volatility index down a touch, down 4%. And Europe didn't do too badly considering they did not catch the whole of the US session the night before and could have tanked overnight the stocks 600 index was only down 0.86% the UK was down 1.4% Germany 1.2 and a bit of a bounce in technology was offset by a drop in interest rate sensitive sectors things like reits and financials off overnight in the US and the resources sector the material sector as they call it internationally so you can see the chart in the pre-market section of the S&P 500 it drifted all day tried to rally a bit but drifted all day and then was rescued by a late rally Helping the market overnight was a PPI number, producer price index number, which is prices at the factory gate instead of at the consumer level. And PPI numbers are not focused on by the Fed, but they do drive or they lead inflation. If factory prices go up, then consumer prices are going to go up eventually anyway. The PPI number was much in line with expectations and was well received considering the CPI number the day before. It was described in the newswise as a pleasant surprise. And the PPI, unlike the CPI, is still dropping. And there's a chart of that in the pre-market section today. On the back of the PPI number, the US dollar index backed off a touch, which is good, down 0.14%. And the US 10-year bond yield also dropped couple of basis points although the two year continued to go higher up four basis points that's at a 15 year high and the yield curve therefore inverted further overnight which is supposed to be a portent of recession on the back of the PPI number as well, the odds of a 100 point basis point rate rise at the next Fed meeting backed off a touch from 31% to 24%. Major talking point overnight was railroad stocks, which were all down sort of 3 percent amidst a strike threat. The Labour secretary was meeting with union representatives in Washington to try and prevent a rail shutdown. The unions sure know the right time to strike, two months ahead of midterm elections in the middle of an inflation balloon caused by supply chain issues. Commodities a bit dead in the water, BHP and Rio down 0.3%, 085 nothing happening there. Resources sector was the worst performer in the US overnight, down 1.3%. Freeport McMoran down 3.3%. Alcoa down 10.9%. Not sure if there was a particular story for that. And Vale in Brazil down 1.7%. The iron ore price down 1.6%. Energy sector, the best performer in the US overnight, up almost 3%. Coal was up 2%. Oil price up 1%. And gold is still struggling, down another $6 and now below $1,700 an ounce. Bitcoin down 1.7%. Bitcoin had rallied 23% in 6 days. It's now down 11% in three days. Some of the headlines, Wall Street staggers to higher close as Fed rate hike looms. Stocks dip on Fed concerns. U.S. producer prices notch second straight monthly decline in August. More damage to be done as sizzling inflation seen lifting treasury yields. Biden administration races to avert rail shutdown. Union rejects deal. U.S. government makes contingency plans for rail shutdown. Ukraine leader promises victory. Argentina inflation nears 80%. China poised to shake up economic leadership. Armenia and Azerbaijan clash again. Google loses challenge against EU antitrust decision. There are new rules coming in in Europe designed to rein in the power of big tech. Tesla sued by drivers over alleged false autopilot full self driving claims, although Tesla went up overnight. End of COVID pandemic is in sight, says WHO. World leaders to attend Queen Elizabeth's funeral. Queen's council no more. King's council returned to UK courts after 70 years and King Charles and sons escort. Queen's coffin as people line up to pay respects, including my brother. And you can see his video in the pre-market section. On the calendar today, we have S32 going X, a huge dividend, 8.1% gross yield, including franking. that is. And there are a few other X dividends, none of them huge. 29 metals X dividend today. X dividend tomorrow, no big ones, car sales, but it's a small yield. We have jobs numbers today, an RBA bulletin today as well. The UK was supposed to have a policy meeting today, but they're having it next week, thanks to the Queen's funeral. European trade numbers today, they have inflation numbers on Friday. And the US has retail sales, industrial production, few other numbers, including the weekly jobless numbers tonight. Nothing on the corporate diary. China's got retail sales, industrial production jobs numbers tomorrow. They've got their golden week holiday coming up October 1st to October 7th. And that's about that. Market feels like a cornered bear at the moment. A bear that doesn't know what to do. I'm not sure Australia's going to tell it what to do. I imagine we're going to have a pretty directionless session again today. As I say, our futures are nine. Back later.